Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. A psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I am doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about future planning. And one of the things that most of us fail to do when it comes to taking care of our money. So I want you to think for a moment, if you're involved in a business as I was many years ago, where when you decided to plant a cherry tree or an orchard of cherries, you had to plan seven years ahead because for seven years, sometimes it would be more, sometimes less, you wouldn't know or you wouldn't understand or see any type of return on that investment because that's how long it takes generally for cherry trees to start to produce properly. So many years ago, there was a new variety of cherries that came out, sweet cherries, where they said they were self-pollinators. Now these self-pollinators, what that meant was you didn't need bees and you didn't have to worry about the weather. And the bees were um, not necessary, but the, the cherries were apparently of incredible quality. So believing this uh, propaganda, decided to plant half an acre of these cherries, sort of attached to another orchard that we had. Now with the planting came drip irrigation, and drip irrigation is just what it sounds like. Every tree has around its roots on the surface um, the, the, the single pipe drips water when you turn it on. And you don't waste any water and it doesn't get the foliage or the leaves wet or the fruit wet. It helps the trees grow. So we installed that as we had been installing it on a plum uh, crop, plum orchard in the same area. And we took care of these trees for probably six, I believe it was six years. We noticed that the odd bloom would happen, but there'd be no fruit. And sure enough, these trees proved to be an absolute dud. They looked beautiful. They, they, the wood was amazing. They were healthy. They grew well. Sometimes they even bloomed, but they didn't produce any fruit, none whatsoever. So we had to tear them out after eight years. Now, I want you to think for a moment about what went into getting them ready, hopefully, to have a crop in seven years. It was about nurturing them, taking the time, being patient, understanding how long it took, and then having a plan when they would be producing of how to handle that uh, return. Not very, not very well in this case because it didn't work. But if you think now at what you're doing as far as how hard you work every day, ask yourself, what is one of the most difficult things I have to face when I earn income that no one seems to plan or talk about? And I think there's something we can do as consumers or those of us who earn um income 
to plan forward and be more successful than I was with my, with my uh, self-pollinating cherry tree. And so here's what I did. And you can do the same thing. I went to something called simpletax.ca backslash calculator because what I wanted to learn was how are we being taxed? So the, the sort of hypothetical or the example that I used is what would happen if you had $50,000 worth of income from different sources? What does that mean as far as the taxes that you'd have to pay? Now, I'm not an accountant. I, I don't know anything about taxes other than what I read, and I don't want you to assume that this is going to work for you. But you certainly can go to simpletax.ca backslash calculator, put in your own numbers, and see what happens. So in this experiment, what I thought I would do, I, was, I, would, I would look at each way you can earn income, assume you only earned it that way, and how is that income taxed? So the idea being, if you found a preferable method to earn income, a better method where you were taxed the least amount, perhaps that's something you should think about or I should think about seven years from now or 10 years from now. And here's what I found. So I put in $50,000 as income. And the first one was self-employed income that I tried. So if a person earns $50,000 in self-employed income, according to this calculator, you will pay $11,959 in income taxes. Now, if you earn that $50,000 working for someone else, and it's a salary and you, it's, you're an employee, according to that software, you'll pay $10,775 in taxes. That's a lot of money. Now, if you earn that $50,000, and part of it is from SEBA, uh, the uh, different programs the government has, maybe it's also interest income. They call it other income you will pay $8,392 in taxes. Somewhat better, but still a lot of money. Then we get to something called ineligible dividends. So if you own a private company, a corporation, and that company wants to pay you a dividend, it's called an ineligible dividend because it's a private company. According to that calculator, you'll pay $3,706 in taxes on that $50,000 of income. This is getting interesting. So if you compare that to, say, being self-employed, you're going to save roughly $8,000 a year in income taxes if that's how you earn it. Then we get to what's called capital gains. So let's say that that money, that $50,000 came because you sold something that you paid $50,000 for and you sold it for $100,000, so you made $50,000. The capital gains taxes on that $50,000 would be $2,784, which is significantly, as you'd see, lower than the $11,959 you'd pay if you were self-employed. The final one that I looked at is, is dividend stocks. So let's say you had uh, money in the Bank of Montreal, you invested in dividend stocks, Bank of Nova Scotia, you invested in some REITs, you bought some of the stocks that I talked about in previous episodes, and they paid you a dividend. So these are public companies that paid you a dividend. And let's assume that you earned $50,000 in dividends from this public company. It's hard to believe, but according to simpletax.ca slash backslash calculator and what I've read on other sites, you will pay a grand total of $600 in income taxes. That's shocking. So a couple questions come to mind. Who set up this system? 
How is this? How is this possible? How can how can you only pay six hundred dollars in taxes if you're making you know fifty thousand dollars in dividends? And to do that today, if you have a you know a a portfolio that's going to produce uh, fifty thousand dollars in dividends, let's assume it is a uh, dividend on average of five percent. You would have to have a million dollars invested in these various stocks. Yet someone who's working hard at a salary job, and you're by the way, you're only paying you, you you're a millionaire, but you're only paying six hundred dollars a year in taxes. Whereas if you're a hardworking employee or self-employed, let's assume you run your own business. Let's start with that one. You're going to be paying eleven thousand nine hundred and fifty-nine dollars in income taxes to earn the same amount as that millionaire. Now. Your tax rate is about 17 times that of the millionaire if you're a self-employed person. So what are all the different messages that we're given by looking at this? Well, first of all, remember, this hypothetical case is just one form of income. So it didn't look at if you made 10000 on this, 20 on this, 10 on that, which added up to fifty. It was strictly 50000 from each of those individual uh, categories without earning any other money, which for most people isn't you know, perhaps reasonable. I did the exercise to look at what is the preferential taxes and what is the message the government's trying to give us? Well, it looks to me like they don't, you know, you're going to be penalized if you're self-employed. They really don't like that. And second to that is if you're a salaried employee somewhere, you're really penalized. You have very few options. After that, um, it's it's best to be an investor. It's best to invest, according to this, um, public companies that pay a dividend if you're if you're focused strictly on on how that's treated tax-wise now that requires you to have maybe a different outlook but just like planting trees for a seven-year harvest if you're planning your future whether you're 20 30 or whether you're 50 or 60 planning your later retirement think about how that income is going to be earned but also think about how it's going to be taxed because to me, this is a significant amount of money. The, the amount you're going to be paying and the difference between paying it in dividends from public company companies or money that you would earn an in interest. If we just took the interest, if you were investing in interest income and you got $50,000 from a GIC, you'd be paying $8,392 according to this in taxes. Whereas if it's dividends, you'd be paying just $600. Significant difference. So what I want you to think about is just like the cherry tree, although hopefully you'll be planting cherry trees that will produce, um, think about uh, if taxes play an impact on how you invest. Well, for most of us, it doesn't. It does for me now because I obviously looked at this and said, well, along with everything else I'm working on, I probably do need a really good basket of dividend stocks outside of any protection. So outside of a TFSA or an RSP or any other type of vehicle, I need I, I should get involved with this because this is incredible uh, incredible opportunity to benefit from lower taxes. Final point, it also tells me who may have been in charge when these tax laws were created. Obviously, people with extreme wealth and the ability to buy stocks and, and take those risks uh, because for the common working person on a salaried position that many of us were for some years, and I was actually self-employed for most of my years, which is the worst form of taxation, um, 
it really does uh, open up your eyes. Now, let me calculate one other form of income that I really love that will help you understand why this is beneficial. So let's forget all the other benefits of real estate. So if you own a building, let's assume you own a building that has a value of the building of $500,000 and you purchased the building a year ago. And let's assume after you pay all your expenses, you have $50,000 of income that comes to you, cash income. The first thing you will do after you calculate all your other expenses and subtract them from your other income is and, and you're left with fifty thousand dollars but one thing you've left to do is to do what's called depreciation so of that five hundred thousand dollar building you're allowed to say deduct four percent per year on a declining balance of the value of that building so that means you can take twenty thousand dollars and subtract it from the 50 leaving you with thirty thousand dollars of taxable income but you really made 50. that's where it gets interesting when you go ahead and do that and you and you look at the taxation on the $30,000 as rental income instead of having your $50,000 taxed at the 8,392 level you're now being taxed at the total amount of $3,786 which is right around what you'd get if you were doing ineligible dividends but this is if you own the company uh, sorry the building personally so Few people talk about it. Now, we're not talking about all the other benefits. Now, the question is, how much of your money is in this building for you to be able to get that return? If we're talking dividends, then you don't borrow money for stock purchases generally because it's risky. Banks very rarely will give you, say, more than 50%, but even that can be difficult because if you get called for margin, let's say your Bank of Montreal stock crashes for some reason, um, the bank can ask you to buck up. So unlike a real estate purchase, buying stocks on borrowed money is not a good idea. So if you leverage when you buy real estate, you on a $500,000 building, building, you may have $100,000 in that building. Yet remember, you are producing $50,000 worth of income. In the example of the dividends, the dividend to produce $50,000 in dividend income from a public company, you would have had to have invested a million dollars at 5% of your own money. So that's another benefit of investing in real estate. And that's why I believe it should be part of anybody's uh, investment portfolio. So please consider that when you look at, consider taxation, obviously it's one factor or one variable, but everything has risk. And that's something I think you need to realize. If you buy a GIC, if you invest in a certificate that, say, is three years and you're going to get regular income at 3% if you're fortunate. Today, you can't get 3%. But let's assume you can get 3%. Um, not only will you be taxed on that, but you have no inflation protection. If inflation goes up as we think it goes up even 2 to 3% per year, you're losing. Because after you pay taxes, you will have less money, less buying power. So with taxation, look at all the information I provide you and, and do that exercise at simpletax.ca. Play around with different scenarios and, and use that as a variable as you plan your future and you plan seven years from now, hopefully in a better way than I did those cherry trees. You have an amazing day. I'm Henry for Shrink Money Advice. Look forward to speaking with you again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. 
Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 